Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Friday, August 21st, and the Steelers get get back to practice after a day off, but we don't take days off here, except on Saturdays and Sundays. But uh, we do have a good episode lined up for you. I'm rejoined by our good friends, Tony Serino and Hunter Homestead as we play fantasy draft football. Before we get to that, we talk about the Steelers' offense and specifically a new addition to the offense that's going to be competing for that sixth wide receiver spot. We talk about that in the special teams in the first segment. Then for Fantasy Draft Friday, we pick amongst the best all-time NFL offensive players. The three of us build the best five players that we can to base our offense off of and then argue for your votes. If you want to pick who won Fantasy Draft Friday, go to the Locked On Steelers Facebook group today and ask to join the group and submit your vote. Voting will be open from 9 a.m. Friday to 7 p.m. Sunday, all times Eastern. Let's get into it. Hello, Locked On listeners. It is Friday. I'm your host, Chris Carter. Welcome back to the show. We've got a fun Friday lined up for you because it's not just me on this show. We're bringing back the guys, the good old boys, the friends, the band, whatever you want to call us. I've got with me Tony Serino and Hunter Homestek. Fellas, how you doing? We're going to start with Hunter because, Tony, you already talked this week. Yeah, give me my shine, Tony. Give me my moment. I'm doing I'm doing well, man. Thanks for teeing it up there for me, Carter. Always good to be here with you guys and another debate on tap. So obviously I'm stoked. Yeah, nobody you Hunter, you won last week, so I don't like you, so I'm not letting you <laughs> yeah. yeah. How dare you? You know, you know, he is actually catching me in the standings. I it's 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 Ooh, rough. Hey. It's rough We're, out there. So for those who might be new listeners to the show, we do a game called Fantasy Draft Friday where we pick a topic, we pick the best we we do a fantasy draft where the three of us pick through a top 5 of that topic and then you the listeners pick the winner uh, in we, via poll that's posted up over the weekend in the Locked On Steelers Facebook group. So if you want to be part of that and you're not part of it already, Go to the lock. Go to Facebook. Search Locked On Steelers. Ask to join the group. I'll add you. You can vote in the poll. Comment. There's about 700 other Locked On listeners that are in the group commenting all the time. It's a fun group for Steelers fans. Get in there. We're also in there, so you can talk to us, people that are on the show. Um, but Tony, where are the standings for Fantasy Draft Friday right now? Well, Chris, unfortunately, uh, it is 21. You are you are out in front by a lot. Flex. Uh, 21 to my 16 to Hunter, who uh, has come all the way back, his 15. He is one behind me. In fact, oh. if uh, if Hunter were to win again and I finish in a lowly third place again, I would uh, <laughs> I would go. And now those of you, again, for new listeners who have not listened to this segment in the past, uh, early on, I had a big lead. I took, I believe, a three or four point lead early in this thing. Uh, and it, it has just been... It's been rough going ever since. I haven't scored a point in this game in three weeks. So it's tough. Well, can't finish. Well, no clutch gene. Tony does not yeah. have the clutch gene. Well, Here's what I'm going to blame it on. Here's what I'm going to blame it on. Like when, when the segment started, right, we were doing like, you know, front seven, wide receivers. Then we started doing, you know, then we, we branched out a little bit. Sports movies, not my forte. You know, <laughs> last week I just didn't under, I just, I just completely misread the segment altogether. So. Uh, I'm going to blame the segments. Uh, yeah, I'm going to deflect. 
you're going to deflect. Okay, that's fine. You do that. Before we get into Fantasy Draft Friday, we got to talk some some Steelers news. Nothing major because yesterday the Steelers didn't have a practice, but they did sign a new player, the legendary. Guys, you know and you love his name, Ray Ray McLeod. Nobody knows who this guy is. He's <laughs> Right. Yeah, well, that is that is true. You did some Googling before uh, before we hit record tonight. That's for sure. Um, yeah, he's a Clemson. He's a Clemson guy, Chris. And the Steelers have a long, great history with Clemson wide receivers in that Martavis Bryant was also from Clemson and very good. So there's that. Uh, no, he's, he's I mean, McLeod is a, is a return specialist. Right. So the interesting part about the, the McLeod signing uh, is that he is going to be someone who competes with Ryan Switzer for presumably the kick return job because the punt return job, I still have to imagine. And I, again, I haven't been at practice and I haven't seen, they don't show this on the, on the YouTube. So I don't know who's in the punt return line right now, but I have to imagine that job after Deontay Johnson put up an all pro uh, season a year ago in, in, in only, only returning punts for half the season. I have to imagine he's going to still be the punt returner. And so McLeod will only be competing for Switzer for that kick return job. And, you know, and we were talking about this before we started. Like, it's not like McLeod is a, a fantastic returner. He's been on, uh, what, he was on Buffalo prior to coming to Pittsburgh and, or Carolina. Uh, not exactly a, you know, a, a lights-out return guy, but certainly some competition there. And, and we've talked about whether or not Switzer has a, you know, a guaranteed role on this team. I mean, to this point, it seemed like the only way that he's going to have a guaranteed role is through that kick return position. Because, you know, if it's not going to be him, it's going to be someone brand new to the position. I don't imagine they're going to have... Um, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to go back to, you know, whether it would be like Juju or I guess Kareth White was in that position at the end of last year when, when Switzer went down. Uh, so McLeod competes there. I guess that's interesting here because they did have Quadri Henderson on their, on their roster. Uh, they cut him when they went down to 80. So it feels like, you know, they went out and wanted to get another guy in that return game. I think that's interesting, but, um, you have to, I think, I think still, I feel like it's Switzer's job to lose in that kick return position. Uh, yeah, I agree with. I, I, well, actually, let's let's let Hunter talk on the, on the situation. Um, Hunter, you know, you you've you've been on the beat. Where do you think that the Steelers should be when it comes to the return game? Yeah, I think they're playing it right, man. I think bringing in a guy that has some intrigue like McLeod, kind of like Tony said, you know, he he didn't like the world on fire where he's been, or else he wouldn't be on his third team in as many years, right? So that that's how the game works. Obviously. He hasn't exactly been, you know, a Devin Hester or Cordero Patterson kind of guy in the return game, but he's shown some promise. You know, we were looking at his numbers before we came on air a little bit. He averaged something like eight yards per punt return last year, which is very respectable. That's kind of like Switzer, as much as everybody wants to rag on him, his rookie year with the Cowboys, he had a phenomenal, phenomenal year returning kicks and punts. And that's right around what he was averaging then. So eight yards per return, that's solid numbers. If McLeod can come here and continuously do that, add that to the game, it just adds another element. And I think with the way this year's Steelers team is constructed, they don't necessarily need home run hitters in the return game. You know, those splash plays for sure can put a team over the edge and make them quote-unquote unbeatable, like almost unfair. But if they just have somebody that's reliable getting like that 8 to 10 yards per return, that's going to set Ben Roethlisberger and company up beautifully, and that might be all they need this year. With that defense, with Ben coming back in their offense, I don't think they need Devin Hester. Would it be amazing? Yes, of course. Is McLeod Devin Hester? Definitely not. But yeah. if he if he can just be reliable, that that might be exactly what they need, and I think that's what they're reaching for here. Or 
they're just pushing Switzer, which I'm also totally fine with. They're like, hey, man, you're feeling pretty comfortable, right, as a kick returner. And apparently Switzer looks really good in the receiver drills thus far as well. Hey, man, you're feeling really comfortable, right? You're going to make the team. Hmm, maybe not. Here's Ray Ray McLeod. Welcome to the mix. You know what I yep. mean? So maybe they're just doing that to push Switzer even further to see how far Switzer can develop, in which case that will work out for the team as well. I, I think that, you know, when it comes to working out for the team, like you said, it's a it's about finding someone that's reliable. And it's about finding someone that that, that, that gets the job done. Um, and again, the other option here, you need a guy who can get open in the slot. I still think it's going to be Switzer that makes the roster, even with signing this guy right now, because yeah. he's going to have a better rapport with Ben Roethlisberger and, uh, he's going to have that connection and they just want a slot guy who can get open and make, and make plays. So I really do think that that's, that's the edge here. Uh, Tony, you, you, you posted earlier this week that Switzer's going to be wide receiver one. <laughs> You got you to gotta stick with that stance, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I was, I was having a little bit of fun with it because, uh, you know, obviously Switzer gets so much hate from the from the fan base. And I, and look, and I understand why, right? And I think you have to understand why because, you know, the, remember, th th this was a guy who was who has been touted as ben Ro by Ben Roethlisberger, right? There was that quote that Ben said uh, where he called Switzer in the middle of that Eagles-Patriots Super Bowl watching Brady and Edelman and said, why can't this be us, right? It's like, okay, Ben, like, you know, I understand you like Switzer and – and Switzer is a, you know, Switzer can be a, a decent slot receiver at times, um, but it's a little far, right? It's a, it's a little much. I, I'm excited that Switzer's come in and, and looked good. And I think, you know, they're probably, like you said, Chris, there probably is a role for, for him on the team just at the slot position. Um, because, you know, I think if, if, if something were to happen to even an outside receiver, um, I think the Steelers, like, like right now, if you just imagine how the Steelers offense is going to line up week one, right? Uh, you have to imagine it's going to be Johnson on one side, Washington on the other, and Juju in the slot, right, when they're going on three wide receiver sets. Now, when they go on four wide receiver sets, maybe it is Switzer as that fourth receiver. Maybe it's Claypool. Uh, they get, Certainly, I think they'll have packages for both. Uh, but if someone were, something were to happen to the outside receiver, right, if James Washington were to get, you know, a, a, an extended injury, I think the Steelers would be most comfortable in that way putting Juju on the outside, right, rather than forcing Claypool to get a ton of reps or maybe elevating a guy to Deion Kane to a starter at that point. And then you can see a legitimate reason to have Switzer on the roster, which is he can fill in right away as your slot guy. I think there's a bunch of things that you want to see out of Switzer that we didn't see last year, which is you obviously he's got to be better run after catch, right? If he's going to get those, those easy slot, uh, those easy slot receptions, he's got to be better and run after catch. And the guy goes down too easily with contact. I think he is a good route runner. I think he's, he's got some, some nice agility. Uh, when he's in those, those kind of wide receiver drills, he looks good out there. The problem is when, once you get the ball in his hands, that's where I that's where I think a lot of the problems start. So uh, we'll see what he can do this year. I think going back to Hunter's point about the return game there, you know, while I, I will say they don't obviously they don't need a Devin Hester, but I think it's smart for the Steelers to invest as much as they can in the returning game because look, I know we're all very high on this offense and where it's going to be with Ben Roethlisberger at the helm. But remember, this was an offense last year that really, really struggled to put points on the board. Just, just struggled. I mean, they, they struggled to do everything, but uh, points, you know, is, is the point of offense. So I think anything they can do to help themselves, right, to get, if, even if it is a return touchdown or just any sort of field position to set this offense up to put points on the board, like you were saying, Hunter, the defense is going to do the job. So the return game can be some kind of hidden yardage there to help the offense. If they're starting, instead of from the 25, if they're averaging starting from the 31 or, or 35, you know, those extra 7 to 10 yards can help them even just get into field goal range, put some points on the board, and let this defense hold teams under 20. That that certainly can be a recipe for uh, success this season. 
Yeah, I, I think it, it certainly could be a recipe for success. Uh, I, I think another thing, I talked about this yesterday in the show, is with Switzer, he's in the best shape of his life. And, yeah. I mean, also, we were talking about this off the air, but, I mean, Hunter brought this up. He took off his shirt, and I was like, Jesus Christ, Brian Switzer's <laughs> jacked. Um, so, uh, you know, he, he looks good. He's in the best shape of his life. And uh, I, I think everyone should try to be in the best shape of their lives. But when you're working out and you need a break, you need to get you a good snack. And what snack is there better than Bill Bar? If you're trying to get in shape and you're trying to lose weight, there's no better healthy but taste good snack than Bill Bar. Bill Bar is one of our sponsors. We asked you to support them because they support us. Bill Bar is the chocolate covered energy bar and it's really it's really more of a protein bar but it's chocolate covered it has all the flavors inside it's good for you it's low in calories and it'll get you re-energized and ready to go if you're finishing a workout if you're in the middle of a long day where you just need an extra boost and a snack at work go to built bar you they have all sorts of flavors double chocolate mousse chocolate caramel they got chocolate peanut butter they have orange lime lemon cranberry they have the, the amount of flavors is ridiculous you can go and get your favorite flavors flavors by visiting builtbar.com and at any point in time not just for new users at any point in time if you use the promo code locked on that's l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n locked on you can get ten dollars off your next order do that at builtbar.com it's a great snack to help you while you're working to get in shape so you can look like ryan switzer kind of anyways let's cut to our first break here when we come back, it's Fantasy Draft Friday. We're doing all-time NFL offenses right after this. Welcome back to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, joined by Tony Serino and Hunter Homestack. Now, it is Fantasy Draft Friday. As you know, this is a game where the three of us play Fantasy Draft over a sports topic. And today's topic is all-time NFL offensive players. So our job is to pick our best five-man core that we could build an NFL offense around through all all the history of the league. Hunter's probably going to choose someone from 1940, um, but, you know, our job is to pick these teams, and then after we pick these teams, then you, the listeners, get to vote on the Locked On Steelers Facebook group. Just go on to Locked On, uh, go to Facebook, search for Locked On Steelers, ask to join the group. When you do, just check the poll. It'll be up from 9 a.m. Friday morning Eastern time to 7 p.m. Sunday Eastern time to get your vote in. And we'll announce the winner on the Monday show. So as predetermined by our randomizer, Tony has been awarded the first overall pick of this draft. Hunter is the second pick. I am the third. And then we will round robin it and go back and forth uh, um, uh, until we get all five picks in. Tony, you are up with your first overall pick as the greatest offensive player in NFL history. Whom do you select? This is all-time NFL, not just Steelers players, right? If you just... do this again, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm excited. I mean, I'm not excited that I have the first pick because uh, I think having the I think having second or third pick is probably more advantageous here because uh, there's just so many good players. I mean, you know, no one's going to pick a bad player today. Um, all right. I'm going to start with a quarterback. Now, there is a quarterback out there. You know, because because it's just, you know we know we're 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 trying to appeal to Steelers fans, yeah. right? There is a quarterback that we could take that. Yeah, I think you would just instant lose if you if whoever takes him. So I hope one of you guys takes him. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that today. As my, as funny as it would be, uh, I'm going to take my favorite quarterback of all time. Uh, that's not a Steeler, and I'm going to go with Dan Marino. 
I'm it's upset. gonna be my first overall I'm pick. Pissed. Whoa, I'm actually upset right you. now. Yeah. Let me yeah. tell you, I talked to Hunter this week via text, and I asked him who would you pick first overall as a joke, and he legitimately told me Dan Marino, and here is Tony. Yeah, Tony. Killing him. Tony. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, man. Tony, I hate you right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. I'm, I'm very sorry. This man wore a Dan Marino jersey several times last year, Tony. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I live in Florida, so, you know, there's that, right? So I knew that the first overall pick, I was going Marino. So I was crossing my fingers, like, just give me first overall. But but when Tony got it, I was like, there's no way Tony's taking Dan Marino. I still got him at second. This has thrown a monkey wrench into my entire mm. operation thrown me off my game to such a degree that I might take Lima Swede here. I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> well, I'm there's another great quarterback, and there's another great quarterback out there. You just take him. Just take him. <laughs> no. No, I can't even go QB now. I'm going down the line. I'm taking the least sexy pick of the day, but he's the best offensive lineman that ever played the game, Anthony what? Munoz. Oh, okay. Oh. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. I did not think offensive linemen were coming off the board in the first round. And now I'm scared. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hunter, Hunter did that. All right. Well, yeah. uh, so you, build a, you build a house with a foundation. You do. Piece. You do. And, and it's a great pick. It's a, it's a, it was, he was on my list, but I was going to take him in like the, the fourth or fifth round because I figured we would be all taking quarterbacks and wide receivers now. But. I mean, since, since, since Hunter wants to do that, fine. I'll, I'll just take with my first pick, Joe Montana, big sky. Also, okay. also okay. from Western right. Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, Four-time Super Bowl champion. Oh, that's right. The Super Bowl rings. That's right. I forgot about Okay. <laughs> Although, Chris, 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 hold on. There's another quarterback out there with a lot, with, with a couple more Super Bowl rings and uh, a couple more appearances. If you want that guy, he is available. If you want to, and, and Hunter and I will definitely allow you to change your pick. Hey, hey, I already took him. It's fine. Um, I already got my guy. This guy never cheated. Uh, he also never lost in the Super Bowl. So I'm going to take that guy. I'm going to go with, uh, and, I mean, while I'm here, I mean, why not? I'm going to just go with the guy that he threw to, and that's Jerry Rice. I'm sorry. I got to take, I'm doubling up on the Niners here, but you're telling me the greatest wide receiver of all time and the greatest quarterback of all time? Hello. That's a thing to do. Those yeah. are certainly some picks to make. A decent pick. So uh, that's my picks, one and two. Hunter, you're up. You have Anthony Munoz. It's getting wild right now. It is getting wild. I'm going to take the best running back of all time, Jim okay. Brown. Okay. Whoa, okay, okay. That's an old pick that's acceptable. I I, I agree with that one. I thought you were going to say, like, Sammy Ball or some nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, uh, Walter Abercrombie. Oh, gosh. No, I, 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 uh, anyways, good good pick. Good pick going with some Jim Brown. All right. All right. All right. Tony, you get back-to-back -back hit picks here. The last pick of the second round, first pick of the third. Okay, last pick of the second round. Okay, I'm going to go with a wide receiver who probably – he might actually be already eligible for the Hall of Fame, but he's not going to make it because he retired early. Uh, but we're talking about building a, a modern offense. Oh, uh, I'm going to take Calvin Johnson here. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. Calvin wow. Johnson, one of the best uh, – wide receivers of all time, just just like the physical specimen that he was, but also the, the one of the most talented receivers of all time. I believe he still holds the record for the best uh, wide receiver season, individual season of all time, and he did it as a Detroit Lion uh, So with that offense. So, yeah, I'll go Calvin Johnson there. And now, do I trust you guys to not take this offensive lineman that I really want as it swings around? I can go wide receiver again here and get a nice one-two punch with my boy Dan Marino. 
or I, I, I can't do it. I can't believe Anthony Nunes is off the board in the first round. That's insane. All right, so I'm going to go interior defense or interior offensive line. Although, you know, listen, in, in this modern NFL, you do want linemen who can play all three positions. And Bruce Matthews played center. He played guard. He even played a little tackle in his time. Uh, so I will take Bruce Matthews with my, my, with my third pick. That, that's a pick. That yeah. is a pick. Jesus Christ, what are we doing here? This uh, is getting uh, crazy. It is, it is. Anthony Munoz and Bruce Matthews are considered two of the top seven all-time offensive players, according to you guys. <laughs> you got to build. you got to have a great offensive line. you got to have the offensive line. That's we're building, fine. We're building right. an offense. We're building an offense. Right. All right, Carter, right. you got to keep that in mind. Yeah. It has to be functional. Uh-huh. So right. I'm going to take... You guys took two receivers and didn't take the best receiver of all time, so I'm just going to take Randy Moss and, and do that. Uh, well, Jerry Rice did go off the board, so. Yeah, still not better than Moss. You know who? Uh, uh, you know who's even better than Randy Moss? He's, I know. He's, uh, I can guess. Who's who, who? Who? Who am I going with here? Please. You're, you're going to say a guy who spent his career in uh, some southwestern. Heat-ridden city, I believe. Dry heat. It's a dry heat down there. It's a, it's a dry heat. But not only that, but he comes from the ultimate, the school that if you really put together an all-time history of his college, of all-time greatest players, they probably make the greatest team of all time in college football. But I digress. It's Larry Fitzgerald. Give me the guy. He has better stats than Moss now. He is the man. He never had a Tom Brady for multiple years, let alone a Warren Moon and a Randall. Yeah, he, he had Kurt Warner. He had Kurt Warner there. He had Kurt oh, Warner. Okay. Four seasons. Kurt Warner. Yeah, Kurt Warner for a little bit. Two seasons. He had Matt Leiner. Listen, listen. Let's not besmirch the good name of Matt Leiner. Okay. <laughs> my, my point exactly. Was Larry, he there with Jake Plummer? Uh, <laughs> uh, he probably would have won six rings if he was, according to Carter. Yeah. <laughs> Jake Plummer, Jesus Christ. No, he wasn't there with Jake Plummer because Jake Plummer was with the Broncos in 2005 and he was drafted in 2004. So. I'm, just, I'm just saying, Larry Fitzgerald's been around for a while. That's all I'm saying. Oh, God. Yes, he has been, and he's been great the entire time. Larry Fitzgerald, Mr. Go Up and Get It with One Hand and Triple Coverage. You can't stop him. And uh, funny, funny enough, Randy Moss, for all the greatness that he did, he's never put on a Super Bowl performance the way that Larry Fitzgerald has, even though he didn't win. But that's because it took one of the greatest teams of all time and two of the most the greatest plays of all time to out. To out, out Did you ever watch Fast and the Furious, Carter? It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. They both lost in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I, there. All right. I, I like Hunter setting up to take John Elway later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, that's, that's what he's doing there. I'm going to address... Since Tony hasn't done it yet, I'm going to adjust the running back position, and I'm going to get the dude, Barry Sanders. Are you kidding me? I'm just, you're not tackling him. He's just going to be all over the field. You just Goodbye. See you. You're not stopping my offense. Yeah, I, I was super surprised Barry lasted this long. So there's yep. that. He, it was between him and Jim Brown for me, in full disclosure. Walter Payton was, like, number two. They were 1A, 1B. Yep. So uh, that, that's kind of how I had him ranked. But – uh. I need another receiving threat, but instead of going to receiver, I'm going to take the best tight end of all time, no! Tony no! Tony Gonzalez. No! Oh. Oh, okay, well, well, listen, I'll trade you straight up 
Can we trade on fantasy can we draft trade? Yeah, what? I'll take Tom Brady right now, and we'll just make the case. Sure. Right. Actually, that is totally allowed. There's no rules against trade. I'm not going to. I'm too scared. I can't finish third again. I can't finish third again. I'm going <laughs> to no, finish no, third anyway. No, it doesn't no, matter. Tony, 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 uh, you, you proposed this trade. You I did propose the trade. Tony, okay, Tony Gonzalez for Dan Marino, and then I just take Brady right here. Oh, is he doing Are we doing it? Are we trading? I, I, I virtual handshake this trade. All right, let's do it. We'll do it. Let's, let's, have, let's have a little <laughs> oh fun. Oh, my God. We have the <laughs> first trade. Yeah, straight up. Straight up. Tony Gonzalez for Dan Marino. And then I will take Tom Brady. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have nice. a lot of fun in the next segment. There it is. We're going to have a lot of fun in the next segment. Uh, okay. And then my last pick. Uh, it's not going to be a running back, by the way. I, I'm running backs don't matter, guy. So I'm definitely not taking a running back. Uh, I'm going to go. Ooh, how do I win this thing? I don't at this point. Um, yeah, let's just have fun. Uh, we're going to go with another wide receiver who uh, – he didn't retire too early, but I don't know if he played long enough to be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> so, uh, But I think in, in what, you're, what you're looking for in a modern receiving core, especially when you have Calvin Johnson, your, your big physical receiver, I need someone else who's, who's a great route runner, run-after-catch type guy. Uh, so I'll go Antonio Brown oh, right God. here. You're yeah. Right now, yeah. This yeah. is twice you've taken the guy I wanted right before me. Are you serious yeah. right now? Maybe we can do a straight up trade again. Let's, let's, let's yeah. look. Who do you want for AB? Who do you want for AB? <laughs> Dan uh. Marino. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. Leonard, last pick. Yeah. Last pick right here. Okay, I like my team right now. Effectively, Tony just drafted Tony Gonzalez first overall, by the way, just so you guys are aware. <laughs> that, that's exactly what happened. That is what happened. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> That's what happened. Well, there's still – I still want a tight end. I still want to add a tight end to the mix. I'm going to kick it a little old school with Kellen Winslow Sr. Whoa. Okay. Okay. You guys are morons. I can't believe you. This, I, I, guys, listeners, <laughs> if I don't win this show, <laughs> my no, Jesus. Listen. You got one guy whose first pick was Anthony Munoz. Technically, another guy whose first pick was Tony Gonzalez. I picked Joe Montana. <laughs> it's a it's, it's it's draft strategy here chris well oh, I, since you tony took one of the craziest Steelers of all time and i don't think we've had any other Steelers picked i'm going to pick a Steeler now and he's arguably the greatest player at, at his position of all time and, and you guys were addressing his group but you didn't address the most important position of the group and that's the center position give me oh, dermonte Dawson. Okay. that's not oh, true wow when I considered Dermonte Dawson, but yeah. Matthews played all three positions. Dermonte Dawson was a center and a great center. I'm not, I'm not taking away from him, but the greatest know. center that ever lived. And, and, he, and he, 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 he's. I, I take him over Bruce Matthews. You're crazy. Get out of my face. He's and and when you establish the center position, as we saw with Marquise Pouncey, that's how you mm -hmm. build. That's where you start with building a great offensive line. So, yeah. uh, and well, the same I, thing I've established what, a great center and guard and tackle. <laughs> But but it's but see no no but see you got a a, a jack of all a, a, a jack of all trades yeah and that's that's fine but I've got the greatest at one position that and, and now I can build around him now you got a guy that's gonna move around like do you do you want B J Finney or do you or do you want uh Dermonte oh, Dawson you chose gonna... B J Finney clearly let's go to the next segment I'm, I'm upset I'm upset now <sighs> all right we're gonna we're gonna cut to a break. Uh, we come right back. We're gonna finish fantasy draft Friday by by advocating for our picks. Uh, we'll go over those picks just so you can have them in front of you right after this. 
And we're back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter. And I'm here with Tony Serino and Hunter Homestead. We're playing Fantasy Draft Friday to win your votes of who you think did the best job of building an all-time NFL offensive core. We had five rounds. We each chose five players. Tony's team is uh, Tony Gonzalez. Calvin Johnson, Bruce Matthews, Tom Brady, and Antonio Brown. For the record, he picked Dan Marino in the first round, but he had to have Tony Gonzalez probably because he liked the fact that his name was Tony. So he traded for Hunter Homestack, whose final team ended up being Anthony Munoz, Jim Brown, Randy Moss, Tony Gonzalez, and, and uh, Kellen Winslow Sr. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got rid of Gonzalez. You you have Marino now. This is gonna he has be- Marino, yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so, you, so you have Munoz, Brown, Moss, Marino, and Winslow Sr., Good group there, but I clearly have the best group. I have Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Larry Fitzgerald, Barry Sanders, and Dermonte Dawson to lead my offensive line. You're not stopping me. I'm the best, but I'll let you two have it out about who's going to win second place. Tony, explain <laughs> to them why you're second best here. Okay, so I've got uh, the winningest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady. Uh, six six rings at this point. What do you? Eight Super Bowl appearances, like a billion conference championship games in a row. Uh, yeah, Tom Brady. Um, no, no, we're going to talk about cheating in a second. We'll address that. Uh, didn't take a running back because running backs don't matter. Let's not forget, running backs don't matter. Uh, so I have, and then my <laughs> wide receivers are Calvin Johnson and Antonio Brown side by side. Again, you've got one guy who's a big physical receiver, the other one, uh, better route runner, yards after catch, playmate, both playmakers. Uh, and then on the interior line, uh, oh no, sorry, I, I'm looking at my list here and I'm not considering that. I got Tony Gonzalez. That's right. I got Tony Gonzalez because, again, if you're talking about a modern offense, you want to build it uh, around that tight end as well. Uh, you know, the George Kittles of the world, the Travis Kelsey of the world. Well, I just happen to get the best one of all, Tony Gonzalez, to pair up with Tom Brady, who loves, loves having uh, his great tight end alongside him. Uh, and then on the on the offensive line, while I couldn't take an entire offensive line in this, in this exercise because we only took five players, I took the next best thing, which is a player who played – all five positions throughout his career. Uh, so I took Bruce Matthews. By the way, Bruce Matthews, I believe, never missed a game due to injury. Played till he was, till he was 40 years old. Uh, this is a team that and, – and, and Tom Brady played till he was 42. I mean, this is a team, while, yes, my wide receivers may not be around for a while, the rest of this group going to be there forever. <laughs> I could I could like feel the gears of you like convincing yourself that that team's okay. That's like, a great team. It's a great 40, team. 40% of my team is only here for three years, but it's going to be great, guys. It's Trust going to be, me. It's going to be a great three years, okay? And we got a lot we can build around. we got an offensive line we can build around. we got a quarterback we can build around, a tight end. We'll fill in with some wide receivers. It's okay. I'm going to have to start a new I'm gonna have to start a new saying, wide receivers don't matter. But there we'll you get go. to that in a different podcast. There you go. That's, that's for your re-election campaign <laughs> slogan. I like it. <laughs> All, All right. right. So, t- look, Tony – Tony, it's an okay team. I'll give you that. It's an okay team. You took so, you took AB, who I did want, so I'm not going to trash AB. I'm just going to focus on my guys instead. Anthony Munoz, you can laugh at this pick all you guys want, but we all knew that we were going to take a quarterback, right? What's a quarterback want? His blind side to be protected. I've got the best left tackle that ever played the game, and not just the best left tackle that ever played the game. One of the best offensive linemen, one of the best offensive players, period. NFL top 100 players. Of all time, top 100 players. Anthony Munoz is number 12. He's the best offensive lineman of all time and arguably one of the best offensive players of all time. The, the force that this guy was cannot be understated. To this day, when you get a Joe Thomas, who do they compare him to? 
Anthony Munoz. He raised the standard for what a tackle is at the NFL level. Huge, physical, athletic, not just some fat guy who eats up space. The dude is a monster athlete. The best. I also got the best running back of all time in Jim Brown, who I'm sure you guys have all done your research on him, so I'm not going to throw too many things out there. But the dude averaged 100 yards a game like seven seasons. It's His stats are absurd. The only reason he's not the leader in every category ever is because he had every other things to do with his life. Kind of like Calvin Johnson, so I'll give you that one as well, Tony. Uh, a yeah, statistical uh, so monster. Yeah, you can't come after that, Mike. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why. Listen, it, Carter has a guy like that as well. Yeah, very well, Sanders, I was about to very say, neither of you can. Neither very similar. Very similar. However, Jim Brown was putting up just the most ridiculous. Listen, 1963 Jim Brown, 1,863 rushing yards in 14 games. That doesn't even make sense. That literally doesn't even make sense. And Randy Moss, very similar. Randy Moss, all bias. I'll be upfront with it. Randy Moss, like Dan Marino, is just flat out my favorite receiver of all time. I think he's the best, most talented receiver of all time. You can throw out stats and figures and longevity. But when it, if, if I have one game to play and I need a receiver, nobody I want more than Randy Moss. Dude was an animal. You saw what he did when he had Tom Brady throwing in the ball. Something like, I, I don't know, I'm just throwing a number out there. 23 touchdowns in one season. I think that was the number. Imagine what he would do with Dan Marino, who is better as a quarterback than Tom Brady didn't win as much more talented quarterback imagine Moss and Marino and Marino didn't cheat didn't play for the Patriots actually comes from Pittsburgh played at Pitt I don't know I'm just saying if if it's if you're looking at Tom Brady and Dan Marino's fourth round picks pretty sure I got the better guy here Kellen Winslow as much as you want to talk about Travis Kelsey George Kittle all these guys Gronk none of them exist without Kellen Winslow he w- he was Kittle before Kittle he was a receiving tight end when people didn't even know that tight ends had hands. So Kellen Winslow literally redefined the game for tight ends. And, and he was a spectacular player. I mean, we're talking multiple thousand-yard receiving seasons, multiple 80-plus reception seasons from a tight end position. Tony Gonzalez does not exist. The number one overall pick in this draft does not exist without Kellen Winslow laying down the blueprint for him. So I got the team. That's it. It's well-rounded. It's the best. I love the fact that Tony Gonzalez is the number one overall pick. By the way, Chris, <laughs> we should bring up the fact that you passed on Dan Marino three times. Incredible. Incredible that you passed on Dan Marino three times in this draft. <laughs> I was like, what is oh, it? It's very okay. true. Four times. I know. Four times. I actually passed on him four times because Dan Marino technically a fourth-round pick. So, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen of, of, of the locked-on Steelers jury that, that makes these votes, these fools, and I can only call them as, as much, handed me i had the the third pick the third pick they could have they could have stopped me at any point they handed me not only the greatest quarterback of the modern era of football which is joe montana he won four super bowls didn't lose any and uh never needed to cheat uh leading the greatest team of the 80s um honestly he set the tone for where quarterbacks needed to head tom brady plays a lot closer to him than than most quarterbacks but Tom Brady needed to cheat and do a lot of things to get over. I'm not doing the asterisk joke. There's too many times we've said Tom Brady in this show. That's a lot of editing. I don't have that time. It's 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 about to be Friday. But you not only handed me Joe Montana, you handed me the two greatest receivers in the history of football. I know, I know, I know, Hunter. You love you some Randy Moss. But T.O. loves him some him, and he had better numbers than Randy Moss. You know who has the most receiving yards in the history of the NFL? It's Jerry Rice. With a record that's probably never going to be broken, it's 22,895 yards. 
Who has the second close? Who's the who's the closest to him all time? It's Larry Fitzgerald with over seventeen thousand yards. There's no one else with sixteen thousand yards. Randy Moss is close, but he got taken overtaken by Randy Moss. He got overtaken by Terrell Owens. And again, Larry Fitzgerald played with Matt Leinart. And they kept trying to throw like Kevin Cobb was his, was his quarterback for some years. And I mean, and Drew Stanton, like, get the heck out of here. Randy Moss started his career and he started his career in one of the greatest offenses of the 90s in, uh, you know, of the, which was the Vikings. He had Hall of Fame wide receiver Chris Carter right beside him. He had Robert Smith in that backfield. They had Jake Reed at tight end. They had a really good team there that they, they couldn't go over the top. And again, when he was needed in those Super Bowls, because here's the thing, he, brought, he worked with Tom Brady. Guess what? Of all the years that Tom Brady won Super Bowls, none of them was with Randy Moss. You'd think that he that he was so great that he would put them over the top in a situation he didn't. Larry Fitzgerald's the only reason the Cardinals ever stood a chance. He had the greatest postseason run. To this day, Larry Fitzgerald has the most yards in a single postseason in NFL history in 2008. It's the greatest run of all time. And on top of that, he still has the second most yards of all time, only behind the other wide receiver I chose, Jerry Rice. So – Get out of here. You, 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 I have better receivers. I have the best quarterback. And I have Barry Sanders, who makes everybody miss. Whereas he may not have had the best career of all time in running backs. I think you put him in any other – in any successful organization, he is the best running back of all time. He makes everyone miss. Yes, Jim Brown is a bad man, but I, I contend that Barry Sanders is better because Jim Brown played on a winning team that was the Cleveland Browns of the 60s. Uh, you know, he he played in that era. Great for him. But guess what? He, Barry Sanders was in a hopeless situation and he still was the baddest man on the field when he was there. And then, oh, by the way, Dermani Dawson, who's also the greatest center that ever lived. And he's a Steeler. Uh, I'm the only one with a Steeler that didn't like burn the bridge to the Steelers <laughs> in, this, in, in this contest. Steelers fans, locked on Steelers voters. Just give me your votes. Come on. Like, this is this is a no-brainer. Got the greatest quarterback, the two greatest receivers, and again, literally the best, the most all time. And these and, and these fools handed them to me, and, and I did it with the third pick. Come on, guys, it's it, it's obviously me. You have the you have the second best winningest quarterback of all time behind one Thomas Brady. Yeah, well, now to address the cheating uh, for Tom, of course. Uh, here's the you thing about Tom Brady. You're gonna say he didn't cheat. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now here's the thing about his cheating. Much like his play on the field, he was the best at it, okay? I have not only the best quarterback on the field, the winningest quarterback on the field, I have the best cheater as well. So you take you take everything Tom Brady knows about how to rig the game of football, and you put him alongside Calvin Johnson, who, by the way, we talk about him, you know, he's not going to be around for a while. Remember, he did retire because of the, the accumulation of injury and the fact that he was on that Lions team with absolutely no hope. He's going to have a lot of hope. On, a, on an offense surrounded by the, the playmakers that he has. And Antonio Brown, okay, Antonio Brown is another guy who, at the end there, he got a little upset. The Steelers weren't winning at the time, and, uh, he, you know, he needed to he needed to go elsewhere. Uh, not going to have, again, not going to have that problem here. He's playing alongside his new BFF, Tom Brady, okay? Tom Brady and Antonio Brown uh, are, are best friends now. They will get along. My whole team, actually, the more I think about it, you're right about the, the gear is spinning here, uh, Hunter, because my team, uh, you know, obviously built very much on the fly throughout the draft. But I believe my team actually per in perfect harmony here. Uh, you know, I understand it's cheating, but you know, my coach will be Herm Edwards, okay? And much, and I like the great uh, Herm Edwards said, "You play to win the game, even if you got to cheat." <laughs> Jesus. Oh, well, that, that is the quote for sure. That's the quote. <laughs>
Yeah, well, people forget about the, the last line there. <laughs> yeah, they, all the recorders shut off for some reason, and then he said that last part. It's weird. Play to win the game. Playoffs? You kidding me? We should actually do a, a fantasy draft of great quips from coaches. Ooh. That might be interesting you, someday. You can go but, deep with that. But anyways, the teams are that you can vote for on the Locked On Steelers Facebook group are Tony's team. He has Tony Gonzalez, Calvin Johnson, Bruce Matthews, Tom Brady, Antonio Brown. Hunter has Anthony Munoz, Jim Brown, Randy Moss, Dan Marino, and Kellen Winslow. I, Chris Carter, have Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Larry Fitzgerald, Barry Sanders, and Damani Dawson. Vote for who you think won all through <laughs> Dude, I just realized you have Jerry, Larry, and Barry. <laughs> I rhyme for most of them. The most basic-ass names, but you know, that's what we're doing here. beautiful. Guys, this is a very fun show. Thanks so much for being part of it. Let people know where they can find more of your work. Uh, I'm looking through these lists right now. Sorry, I, I, did uh, did none of us pick people who won the Super Bowl except you, Chris? No, I, I mean, obviously I have Tom Brady. You picked Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. Munoz never won a Super Bowl. Jim Brown was in the Super Bowl era. Randy Moss never won a Super Bowl. Tony Gonzalez never won a Super Bowl. Yep. Kellen Winslow never won a Super Bowl. That was Antonio actually a Brown. strategy of mine. So I wanted to not only have a great team, but have a great team that would be hungry to win their first Super Bowl together and break history together. So this is my redemption team. Too. Bogus argument. Get the hell out redemption. of here. This is the <laughs> this redemption is an incredible squad. List. Like we, we basically, of, it was, this is like all-time NFL list that never won a Super Bowl. Like it's so many, so many of players never won. Gentlemen, I think that this proves one thing. Yeah. Defense wins championships. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, you can follow me That's on Twitter great. at you can follow me on Twitter at Steeler Country, and you can find me on uh, YouTube. It is AFC North Talk, a roundtable show uh, where we uh, debate all things uh, AFC North. And last week, uh, we, it was a great show because um, I was told that Minka Fitzpatrick uh, is a B-plus safety. And uh, there's another great line. You should watch the show. It's, I, I had a lot of fun last week listening to all the reasons why Minka Fitzpatrick's not a good safety. It was, uh, it was very fun. Uh, so you can find that on YouTube. And then, of course, I'm here every Tuesday on Tony Tuesdays. Uh, yeah, you can find me here. Nice. You guys, for me, you guys can find me on my my website. It's homistech.com, H-O-M-I-S-T-E-K.com. All my socials there, all my stuff's there. I do some sports stuff, some food stuff, some music stuff, some beer stuff. I'm into a lot of stuff. I'm the stuff guy, I guess. And uh, I'm I'm into winning Fantasy Draft Friday, too. So vote for me. (laughs) Send me home with another win, and and let's roll. Find me over there, homistech.com. Thanks, dudes. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Carter Critiques. If you follow me, I'll follow you back. I'm also there on Instagram at Carter Critiques. Do get join the Facebook group. It's a lot of fun to have y'all in it. Thanks for those who are in it. Also, if you're liking the show, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere podcasts are hosted. If you want to help out the show, please go on to Apple Podcasts right now. Leave a five-star review and, and leave a positive comment with it. And doing so, we'll get you a shout-out on the show. I've shout out several people. Just did one yesterday. Thanks so much to all of those. You guys really help us get the word out there about what we're doing here on Locked On Steelers. So from Chris, Tony, and Hunter, hope everyone had a great, is having a great Friday and has a great weekend. I'll be back in your ears on Monday.